Welcome to the Simplified Organization Podcast, 15-minute conversations with real moms about managing life and cheerfully because our work in the home honors God. He uses our homes to build His kingdom so they are worth our attention and energy. Today, I'm chatting with Bess Hawthorne. Bess is a wife, a mother of five, and a grandmother of three with the newest baby coming this summer. Bess teaches at Logos School here in Moscow, Idaho, and is host of the podcast, Come Over for Dinner, where she encourages women with all the ways we can make hospitality practical and fun. Welcome, Bess. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) So what's going on in your life these days? What's keeping you busy? You did a pretty good summary so far. (laughs) (laughs) Kids, the older ones who are married and having babies, I love to travel and see them as much as I can. A couple of them are still in the South. The oldest one is in the Air Force, but in Georgia, so that's still the South. The youngest two do live here. My fourth child, I have four boys and one girl. The fourth child, third son, was married last summer. He does live here in Moscow, Idaho, so I enjoy having he and his wife over and getting together with them, and I still have my youngest at home. He's in 10th grade. So that keeps me busy. Of course, I go to second grade every day and have fun with the second graders. They're high energy and they keep me on my toes. (laughs) So I joke that I attend second grade every day. (laughs) I do teach full time. Very busy with that. And of course, the podcast, I love hosting the podcast, come over for dinner. I have a different guest every week and we talk about practical hospitality. We do talk about the importance of hospitality and why we do hospitality but we also offer a lot of practical tips. Okay, how do, what does this look like for a person who's saying, okay, well, that sounds great, but how do I do it? So we, the guests share their favorite recipes, a menu that they create when they have company over. We, sh- we talk about tips, shortcuts, ways to make it easier, must have kitchen items and lots more. So that's what I stay busy with. <laughs> Very fun. <laughs> I think one of the, things that trips many women up at home and maybe prevents them from hospitality, from doing hospitality or from adding more to their plate or whatever it is, perfectionism with just thinking that if I can't do it all the way, exactly the way I want it to work out, then I'm not going to do it at all. Have you ever seen that or experienced that? Or what would you say to the woman just who feels held back by perfectionist expectations? I can say that I've seen it because that is the tendency of my personality. (laughs) There are some people who are just very carefree and nothing seems to bother them and they can plan things at the very last minute. And God did give us all different personalities and he wants us to learn to work within those personalities. And he does grow us every day in the situations and problems he presents to us. But personally, I am the type of person that tends towards that kind of perfectionism, just wanting everything to be just so I'm a planner, you know, I want to do it ahead of time. So I have had to learn and grow in that area. As I say, my advice, it's not really preaching to everyone else as much as sharing what I've learned, what God has taught me and saying, listen, I'm coming from the same place you are. (laughs) These are some things I've learned and I'm still learning. God works on all of us 
all the way until we are headed to heaven. Um, but I would say if, you know, to the person struggle, struggling with perfectionism, think of yourself as a character in a story. Nate Wilson, author of Death by Living, he's written lots of other books as well, but he often says you are a character in God's story. And we all are. Every moment in your life, there's a scene, a problem. How are you going to react? And if you think of it this way, if you step back and see, how am I handling this situation? Would you see a character who's fussy, anxious, yelling at people? Or would you see a character who's kind and full of joy and patient, even when there's trials, even when there's problems presented to you? Our interactions with everyone around us are to be characterized by love. And if you think about it that way, if you think about yourself as a character, how do people see you? How are you reacting? And that has helped me a lot. Yeah, when I think it was a part of Death by Living, when I read that one thing that struck me was like the not being only the main character, but that you're a sidekick, side character to other people's stories. And so how we're, oh, (laughs) Like, yeah, you might be a really what kind of character are you in they in their stories? As well? <laughs> right. <laughs> are you the ones they're kind of like, oh dear, did she really just say that? Did she really just handle that situation so poorly? <laughs> <laughs> I think about First Corinthians thirteen does t- talk about love, and there's lots of different aspects of it. I'll read it real quick. The verses four through seven: Love is patient. Love is kind. It does not envy. It does not boast. Is not proud. It does not dishonor others. It is not self-seeking. It is not easily angered. It keeps no record of wrongs. Love does not delight in evil, but rejoices with the truth. It always protects, always trusts, always hopes, always perseveres. And when I think about, especially with hospitality, but just perfectionism in general, pulling out a few of those, love is patient, kind, not easily angered, keeps no record of wrongs. A person who struggles with perfectionism, they're requiring that of themselves and others. And oftentimes that's not demonstrating the fruits of the spirit I just read. What's not, you're not patient, kind, even with yourself, even when you're just internally in your mind, you're saying, I did something wrong. I didn't do that. Perfectionism is the refusal to accept any standard short of perfection. And there is not one human on earth who's ever achieved that apart from Jesus. (laughs) So (laughs) we demand that of ourselves and other people we are asking for the impossible. And, and then we usually have a bad attitude if we, if someone else doesn't meet it, or if we don't meet it, even in ourselves. Which means we will often just have that perpetual bad attitude because we aren't going to have that level that we're really trying for. Exactly. I do the Bible reading challenge. Christ Church, I think, originated the plan, but ladies from all over the world participate in it. And we just recently read Job and it another reminder from Job, it said, man is born to trouble as the sparks fly upward. And it reminded me, God did not give us a perfect life. And so we are often going to have a derailment in the perfectionist standard we have in our mind. We have a perfectly mopped floor, sparkling clean, and the child runs in with the muddy shoes or any number of things. And so how do we react to that? It's not a perfect situation. It's not, we're not, do we handle it correctly though? Do we get angry? Do we yell? Do we feel full of self-pity? I just worked so hard and no one recognizes this. No one appreciates me. (laughs) 
God has a lot of work to do in us. God, when he talks about perfection, that's not his definition. His definition is not our circumstances are perfect. His definition is I am perfecting you, which means a lot of the fruits of the spirit that I just read and much more. He's continually working in our lives to make us more and more like him. And so that's also a good thing to remember. Yeah. Yeah. And that's it for this episode of the Simplified Organization podcast. Be sure to come back next week for part two of my conversation with Bess Hawthorne because she has another fun story and great encouragement for keeping our mindset firmly on Christ and not ourselves. You don't want to miss it. As Bess mentioned, we are characters in a story, but sometimes the story that we are telling in our heads does not match the story that God is actually telling. That's when we run into trouble. This is part of the first and foundational lesson inside my course, Simplified Organization, Organize Your Attitude. I want to give you free access to this module, Declutter Your Story, so that you can remodel that story that you are telling about your life and align it with truth. Just go to simplyconvivial.com slash story. That's simplyconvivial.com slash story. And register for free access to Simplified Organization, Organize Your Attitude, Module 1, Declutter Your Story. It will help you to repent, rejoice, repeat.